Thank you for listening to this message from Forward Ministries. We pray it blesses you, encourages you, and inspires grace in you today. You can visit us online at forwardministries.org. I believe as God is teaching us how to connect with Him in our hearts. And it's such a beautiful thing. There's, there's nothing greater. What God is showing is, is our hearts are being softened towards His love and to His grace. And what that looks like. I, I've, I've seen people, because they've seen religion, that their hearts, they're hardened towards God. They're hardened, they're hardened towards the things of God because they've, they've seen a wrong view of who God is. I think it all boils down to what are we considering? What are we meditating upon? His love is mighty and his love is strong. God, we just thank you. God, we just thank you for who you are. We thank you for your blood. We thank you that there's power in your blood. We thank you that nothing is impossible. That all things are possible to you. God, we just thank you that you're restoring dreams. You're restoring the things that we thought were not possible. There are things we have let go. Desires God has placed in our hearts. And God wants to restore that. God wants to restore those dreams, those passions. All things are possible. All things, not some. All things are possible. We were created to have a heart that is soft and sensitive to God. We are walking into a time when our hearts will be softened towards our King. And that we wouldn't be surprised when the miraculous happens. We would not be surprised. We wouldn't even be astonished. We wouldn't even be amazed because we would expect it. Because he's alive, people. He is alive. We do not serve a dead king. He is living and he's breathing. I want to go to a verse, and I think this will kind of be the main verse of what I'm going to share. Um, Mark 6, uh, verse 45. 
It says, immediately, okay, so this is, this is after Jesus um, fed the 5,000. Uh, it says 5,000 men, so it could have been 15, it could have been 20,000. So this is right after that. Immediately he made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side, to Bethsaida. While he sent the multitude away, and when he had sent them away, he departed to the mountain to pray. Now when evening came, the boat was in the middle of the sea, and he was alone on the land. Then he saw them straining at rowing, for the wind was against them. Now about the fourth watch of the night, he came to them walking on the sea and would have passed by them. And when they saw him walking on the sea, they supposed it was a ghost and cried out, for they saw him and were troubled. But immediately he talked with them and said to them, be of good cheer. It is I. Do not be afraid. Then he went up into the boat to them, and the wind ceased. And they were greatly amazed in themselves beyond measure and, and marveled. Now, I don't want you to raise your hand or speak out loud, but how many of us would be, would be like those disciples we're out in the middle of a storm, and they were fishermen, so they, they, they understood the dangers of, of being in a storm. You could, I mean, you literally could drown, and you could die. Now, how many of us see Jesus, would be amazed, astonished, Jesus walking on the water? Yeah, I think a lot, all of us would that would be amazing. Let, look at the next verse, though. This is, this is interesting. Verse 52. For they had not understood about the loaves, for their heart was hardened. For they considered not the miracle of the loaves. See, it, it's connecting that verse to they were greatly amazed. They were greatly amazed because they hadn't considered. They hadn't considered what Jesus had just done. They had forgotten so quickly. And he says, because their hearts were hardened. Now we think of a hardened heart, we think, sometimes we may think a God-hater or, or rebellious toward God. But, but that's not what it's... Meaning, it just means um, to relate more to the natural, to the five senses. That would be a hardened heart towards God. Now, God created our heart to be hardened towards the things of the world. So it's, he created our heart to be hardened towards the things of the world, the things that would distract us and pull us away from what life is. True life. True satisfaction. And he created us to have a soft heart towards him. To believe that all things are possible. 
That when we, when we see Jesus walking on water, we would not be amazed and be astonished because we know our King and we know the power that He has and we know His integrity in His Word. God is softening the heart, hearts of His people all across this nation, all across this world. People are having spiritual eyes and able to see things. We have to. We have to have spiritual eyes to see what was done on the cross and what, and what that means for us, what it did to us, how it changed us from the inside out. When you said yes to Jesus, something happened. You're changed. You're given a new heart, a new spirit, a spirit and a heart after God. And the world tries to throw mud on our hearts. And the world tries to damage our hearts. But God is raising us up to be a people who will believe the impossible, who won't be afraid. You know, it says in, that, in those verses, too, it says, in one translation, it says, Jesus constrained them to go out into this, go out in the sea. They would have been like, Jesus, Jesus is the one who sent us out here. You think he's going to let us die? The, the world has a way of of taking our emotions. Our emotions belong to Him. Everything is so temporal. Our emotions belong to Him. Think about who knows what a cliffhanger is. Most of you probably know what a cliffhanger is. It's at the end of an episode, you know, or a movie that's you know, number two, number three. But these cliffhangers, there's, there's cliffhangers in life. And what these things do is they steal your emotions and they get you focused on something. And that's what the world has done. It's thrown a bunch of cliffhangers to have you meditating and focusing on all the wrong stuff. It's true. We have our favorite shows on Netflix. <laughs> now, I mean, the world's different now. Now we can go, we, no, you know, the cliffhanger, we can watch the next episode. <laughs> Four, yeah, some, you know, you have to wait sometimes. If it's a new thing, it's not on Netflix. You're thinking about that show all week long. <laughs> you are. It's the way they design it. They design it for you to watch it again the next week. The enemy is very deceptive. Do you think he does not know how to do the same thing in our lives? Beyond TV shows. Things that grab you. Cling to you and take your emotions 
But we were meant to be cling to Him, not the things of the world. We believe, and I say we because I am so guilty of this, of believing the lie that if I truly follow God, if, if I give my life to Him all the way, that I'm going to miss out on something. That there's something I'm not going to get to enjoy. But that's a lie. And, and, and fear has gripped us. And, and worry. And pain. These things are real. But the blood of Jesus is real too. Amen. And there's power in His blood. One drop of His blood cleansed the whole entire world of all its sin. One drop. We have the greatest thing to consider. You may be thinking, I didn't see Jesus feed 5,000 people. I don't have that miracle to consider. I haven't seen Jesus walk in that. But we have the greatest miracle. And that's the miracle of salvation. That is the greatest miracle. What was done? What happened? What happened on that cross? I, we forget. We forget. This word is a lot heavier than a pound or two. This word is very heavy. People have died for this. Not this book, but the words that are in it. We have the very words of Jesus accessible. There was a man by the name of William Tyndall in the early 1500s. And God gave him a vision. I think God gave it to a bunch of people, but he was the first one to say, I will do something. I will be the one. And he translated this word into English because the word had been in Latin only for the clergy, only for the, the top people. But he had a vision that this thing belonged to everybody, that nobody would be left out. And they killed the man. And now his translation makes up I think they say 90% of, of, of our word today, the, new King, the King James Version. We forget. We forget what we have within our hands. Life, peace, joy. We have the words of, of Jesus. I think we just overlook it so many times. I mean, we have the words of our King. So, so many times we're waiting for a word from God out here. He's given us His word. 
I'm not saying there's anything wrong with hearing, hearing God out here, but he's given us life, and he's, giving it, he's given us his words. God is doing an amazing thing. Amazing thing. People are so hungry for the gospel because it is the power unto salvation. It is life. You know, I've been hearing there's in North Korea, there are Christians. There are Christians. To be considered a Christian is be considered worse to, than being a murderer. And these Christians are so hungry, so hungry for this word, that what they have to do is they listen to the radio that there's a signal that a ministry sends, and it sends the gospel all around the world. And though Christians will go out into the jungles and huddle around a little radio to hear the gospel, to hear the words of life, and then they'll bury that radio, and they'll come back. Because they're, they don't, if they're, if they're found out to be Christians, then they'll be put in prison. Or they'll be killed. This word is powerful. It is life. And God is, is, is stirring in our hearts to, to consider and, and to remember and to meditate on His love. Because that's what it's all about. It's all about His love. That's what drew us to Him. It's His love. His, it says His love never fails. Do we truly believe that? Life, life has a way of throwing the cliffhangers at us to draw away our attention. But God is doing something. God is doing something in, in our hearts. I want you to be encouraged. I want you to be strengthened. You are amazing. You are incorruptible. You are sons and daughters of God. What does that do for you? How does that affect your emotions? I'm a son. God is doing something where he's getting what's in our heads into our hearts. Because if it doesn't get there, does it really? <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't have power unless it enters into your heart. That's what God's doing. Even the intention of just opening these things, opening the Word, 
begin something in you. We all want grace, right? We all want grace to be active in our lives. You know what I've been learning? Grace, grace is not just, not just unmerited favor. Grace is God's ability. We want that, don't we? We want God's ability working in us, working through our hearts. To believe all things are possible. Grace is the power to live above worry. Grace is the power to live above fear. Grace is the power to live above pain. Grace is alive. Man, God is good. I just think today there are people, people becoming born again at this very moment. There's people being healed. There's being people set free and delivered at this very moment. God's Spirit is active and it's alive. And He's drawing us. He's drawing us to something more than what we have. Always. Thank you, Jesus. You are good. It's all about you. It's all about what you did on that cross. We are not ashamed of the gospel. We're not ashamed to shout his name from the rooftop. We're not ashamed to walk in his love and his life. Your hearts are burning. Whether you realize it or not, your hearts are burning to know him. There is a lion inside of you. It's a lion of Judah, the king. He didn't create us to he didn't create us to live in fear. But to walk in that love. Perfect love cast out all fear. That's why we need to Acknowledge Him in all our ways. He's the one who's given us life. He's the one who's given us breath. Paul said, I am nothing. Wow. I am nothing. I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And I haven't arrived, but I have a vision. I have a purpose. We have a calling. This isn't just for people in ministry. 
This isn't just for the pastors, the prophets, the evangelists. This is for every born-again believer to walk in fire, to walk in passion. I know we're all a little bit different, but we're all connected. And we all have the same Holy Spirit. The same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead is the Spirit that lives inside of us. Man, if you can get that truth out of your head into your heart, watch out. That's the power that lives in us. It's exciting. We have raising dead power within us. A lot of people say the church is dead. People are dead. You know what I say? That's okay. Because we're called to raise the dead. That's the power we are called to walk in. We get to walk in everything that Jesus paid for. It's a beautiful thing. Thank you. It's not just God didn't create us to live just a mediocre life. But a life that's full. Full of joy and peace. And we need each other. We can't do it alone. We need to cheer each other on. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Man. You guys are a bunch of fanatics. <laughs> Fanatical about the love of Jesus. Man, that's what the world needs to see. Our love for one another. That's what when the world will believe. Sometimes it's hard. <laughs> It's sometimes it's hard to connect with grace and, and bring what's in here in here. I mean, we forget. I mean, you don't need to know this whole thing. You can know one scripture, one word. There have been people who've been in prison for 15, 20 years without a Bible, without a word for being a Christian. And you know what one word they hold on to is love. And they're able to walk through anything. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. God is obsessive. God is irrational about the way that he loves. It doesn't make sense. Because it's not based upon anything that we're familiar with in this world. It's unconditional. And it's, it's that love that softens your heart towards the things of God. It's that love that you've known that sets you free, that delivered you, that softens your heart. For, for you to see beyond 
where we are right now in our lives. To see something greater. Sometimes we can only see a certain part, our perception. God is changing the paradigms in our lives, in our worlds. He's changing the way that we see God. He's changing the way that we see people. To, de- to believe something greater. To believe that all things are possible. Furious love. The world, yes, it is a dark place. We are the light of the world. We are the light of the world. And wherever we go, his light goes. And darkness has to flee. What if we saw people? Now, I don't have children, but what if we saw people like we see our family? What if we saw our son in another person's face? What if we saw our daughters in in another woman's face? What if we saw our brothers, our sisters? People need love. True love. Not the way the world has shown it. Man. God is good. We serve the God who split the Red Sea. He delivered them from slavery. And they quickly forgot. I mean, here they are at the Red Sea. And, and the word says that there was a pillar, a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. And he's right there. That had to have been an amazing sight to see. And, and here they are at the Red Sea, about a million of them. And, and here comes Pharaoh's army. <laughs> and they're crying and they're complaining to Moses. Could you imagine a million people complaining to you? <laughs> Woo! And Moses cried out to God and he said, What's in your hand? What's in your hand? And we know the rest of the story. So Moses walked, and he put that thing that God had used, that staff, and the, and the Red Sea was split, and he made a way. See, God is able to walk us through, through things and walk above them. God is faithful. Right now, I just ask that we just, in this moment, we connect with His faithfulness. Think about how He's been faithful in your life. That is life. We really don't need to learn much more of anything. I'm not really here to to teach you 
I'm here to try to inspire you to trust God, to follow Him, and to remember God has given you a purpose. God has given you a vision. God has given you a dream. And it's better than what you could ever think or imagine. And and you're not too young. You're not too old. There's never to be too young or too old. Moses didn't begin leading the children out of Israel until he was 80. It also says that Moses, he heard God, God had given him a desire at 40 years of age. God spoke in his heart. There's many things God has spoken to us in our hearts. God has given us desires and passions. And we can walk in that. Connect with that grace. That grace that's inside of you. The fullness of God lives in each and every one of us who have believed. God is here to bring comfort through any pain. God is a healer. He's the great physician. He heals our physical hearts and our spiritual hearts. We can trust him. We can lean on him. I promise you, he will not fail you. He will not fail you. Man. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for your life. Thank you for your love. Thank you that we can experience you with our emotions. Thank you, God, for speaking to our hearts. Thank you for your grace that is alive. Thank you, Jesus, for what you did on that cross. Thank you, God. Thank you. I just know that God is, like I said, God is softening our hearts towards Him. Because there's life in that. There's life in knowing Him. My prayer would be that we would learn that nothing else satisfies like His love. Man, it's so good. Jesus, God, we just thank you. 
God, we just thank You for Your Spirit. Thank You for You're the King of glory. Thank You that our eyes are set on You, God. Thank You that You're softening our hearts toward You. You're bringing life to our bodies. I thank You right now that if there's anybody in here with pain, God, I thank you for your healing life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your spirit that is active and alive. Thank you that it's not hocus pocus, but it's real. God, and we make a choice to believe in our hearts that your power and your grace is alive and active. God, we say yes to you. God, we thank you for softening our hearts. In Jesus' name.